Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have the Week 14 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. So if you're listening to this one, hopefully that means you're in the playoffs, I would think, at this point. So unless you're just looking for ads for next year, but we're not going to go over much of those. So if you're listening to this, congrats on making the playoffs, I guess. Jeff, we are some of those people, playoff games coming up. So have to look at some of the waiver ads. And you know what? There's a few guys here that could be useful, but could be more of uh, find some defenses here. That can be That's going to be a big part of this week, too, if you've been streaming defenses. Go, we'll help people out looking at that. Before we get started, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. We're on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. And you can always email us, fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. If you have any questions, any lineup questions for this week, feel free to ask us and we'll definitely get back to you and try to give you the best advice we can. Not perfect, but we will give you the best advice that we know how. And it will have some reason behind it at least too. So, all right, waiver wire, Jeff. Do you have anybody off the top of your head or right off the top that is your favorite guy for the week? I got one. Running back. It's actually going to be a running back. And who's yours? Do you have one? I don't. I'm actually going okay. to right now. Right. I was going to say that. My top ad, it's not this – is, this is the week it is. So I, I like Mike Davis from Seattle because I think he is – he's the guy there for right now, for this week. <laughs> you know, not he's not the long-term guy. That's for sure. And Chris Carson's not back yet, which he sounds like he's actually – progressing pretty well from um, his injury and but he he couldn't come back though it looks like until about week 15 that's as early as he could come back so at least for the next two weeks it's going to be Mike Davis and Davis you know in this past game 16 carries 64 yards so nothing special but he had some receiving yards too at 10.1 points in standard but it just shows 16 carries that's pretty solid the problem is they're going against Jacksonville so that's the worry. Jacksonville's defense has been tough, and it's Mike Davis. But if you're in a really bad situation, I guess you could – there's somebody – I don't know if there's a better option than that if you need a waiver wire running back. Yeah, I was surprised when you said that you had a running back that was your favorite. He's because my it, favorite running back. I was say, that is very, very shallow right there. Um, everyone I like – I mean, even the people that would be on my – my like my usual waivers, you know, they, they have no place on my team anymore because I don't have a week to find out if they're if what's going to happen to shake out. So I, I don't feel comfortable really adding anyone personally. But you look at it, you know, about two seasons ago, I think it was two seasons ago, I won a championship with my starting running backs in the final game of Tim Hightower and Cameron Artis Payne. So these guys, there's True. a team out there that might need them. I mean, I, I won a championship with. Tim Hightower and Cameron Artis-Payne. That's not even a joke. Yeah. So, but they were they were results of, of injuries, and they <laughs> which, turned into number one backs. So. so Mike Davis could be there. What about Peyton Barber? And if Doug Martin's out any longer, or is that just not a situation? I guess we just don't know. I mean, Peyton Barber looked good. He played very well, which is actually kind of a surprise because I think a lot of people kind of expected Jacquez Rogers to be the main back there with the injury, and that ended up not being the case. And Barber turned it into 23 carries for 102 yards, 14.3 total points in standard. So it's an interesting output. After the week before, he only had five or seven, but got two touchdowns. So 
I don't know. Here, but here's the, the thing that could be interesting about Barber if Martin was out. They're going against Detroit, who has probably the worst run defense in the league right now. So that's the that's the key there. If if he's the running back, if he is the starter, that's a big if right now. If he is, would you feel comfortable? Look at how his college just did. Um, if, if you're in need, <laughs> if you're in need, it would be it would be a, an avenue I would I would look at, and that would be, you know, <laughs> the tough part is I, I don't feel comfortable you know, a week ahead of time. So will I feel comfortable the day of? Probably not. But at the same time, if you really need someone, if you don't have someone locked down, then yeah, I, I you know, he probably has a better chance than a lot of the other people you, you can pick up. You know, it, you, you have to like the fact that he would be the number one back there. Yep. Another guy, what about Aaron Jones? He's down to 32% owned. Yeah. I was going to say, those are the very interesting one. And I, this is the people I'm talking about when I'm saying, I don't know how it's going to shake out. So you could pick the wrong horse to back, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, that's what's scary about that. You pick the wrong one, and now you're stuck with him, especially if he has to go in your lineup. If you were going to pick one, which one Which one would you pick? I know one is probably owned higher than we like to talk about, but if you got to choose. Out of what you're saying, Jones? Out of the, out <sighs> of the backfield of Green Bay. Yeah. I would stay away because <laughs> I'm, in, I'm. This is a tough one because Jones only had one carry. That's it, but it was a 20 yard touchdown. So that's yeah. interesting. He didn't. He obviously wasn't a part of. It's just strange that he finally gets his first carry and it's an overtime. Just odd. And we could say that he looked. I mean, he looked really good there for a couple weeks. But then before his injury, week 10, week the week nine game against Detroit, he was not good at all. So. And Williams has been very, really good. I would lean Williams for sure. If I'm going to pick one, I just worry that if it could be more of a split than we would want. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to lean Williams just for how he's played the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and Jones, they might still be easing him back. I don't know for sure. But yeah, I'd go Williams out of those two. But I'd still, if you're the Williams owner, I'd pick up Jones if he's out there. That's for sure. I wouldn't let him sit around and go pick him up just in case. You don't know. I guess probably not going to make a difference this week, but. And also, just to throw a quick name, if Rex Burkhead is somehow out there in your league, he's only he's owned in 62% of leagues. He's probably, in most competitive leagues, he's owned. But if he's not, pick him up. So he he's one of the few that might have a possibility of being out there. Anybody else here that is standing out running back wide? Because there's not really any that I like this week. No, uh, I think waivers in general are really, really slim. I, I don't have anyone that I'm, that I'm loving. And no. you know, those are the best options right now. And usually I would have been like, oh, you have to pick up one of those. Wait a week, find out. You might get the golden ticket. Can't wait. I don't see myself playing those guys because I think the risk is way too high when you're about to hit the playoffs. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to, but if you have to. Yeah, if that's... you have to, it's going to be one of those guys. All right, wide receivers here. Let's see. If Josh Gordon is out there in your league, I don't think he is in most anymore. If he was, go pick him up. He'd be my top. Because he looked really good, I he think. He skyrocketed. So he's owned in 67% yeah. of ESPN. So in most competitive leagues, he yeah. should be taken. If he wasn't, he's the top on my list. That's just, you know, easy to say. He's He looked good. He hasn't played a game in years, and he actually looked pretty good. So I would I would pick him up. What about Jermaine Curse? He's only owned in 39% of leagues. Yeah, I think he's a very good option. He's been, I mean, we're kind of on the McCown. Yeah, <laughs> for some wagon. reason. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he is a good option. Do I think he is going to be, you know, 
I don't know. I, I don't think he's a star, but you know, you look at the past two weeks and you have to think he's a better play than than most of the other guys that are that are on this list so far. And he's going I against so. Denver who, you know, as we have seen, you know, very they, Yeah. They're not and they're gonna be without um uh the corner, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Denver just doesn't scare me anymore. Like at all. Yeah. It is not this there's not that they're not talented. It's the fact that I think they've just given up. <laughs> you know, I, I think at this point, don't you think they've given up just overall? What's the defense have to play for? Any, I don't think they have anything to play for. So I, I just don't – I don't think they're going to step up. I, I I don't know. I just don't – I don't see it. I don't see them stepping up. So I don't even know if it matters because um, the way McCown throws the ball around to these guys, it's they're going to get opportunity. So – I think I think he's going to be a good one. You know, I'll throw out D.D. Westbrook again. He his targets are going up. He I mean, yeah, Hearns was out, so that helped him. But he's been getting a lot of targets. He had seventy eight yards this week. He's had two games in a row with six catches. You know, not too bad. But they got Seattle. Seattle's pass defense isn't scary right now with all the injuries. So they did do pretty solid against Philly. Maybe they you know still could be pretty good. But D.D. Westbrook, I. I wouldn't mind playing him next week. I, I wouldn't be scared about it. I think he could be I think he could be solid. Anybody else here? Who's some standout? Maybe Corey Coleman. Yeah, I still he's not owning as much, but he did nothing this past week, which is just kind of strange. With I mean, I don't know if that's just all Gordon coming back. I still think there's more there. He played, let's see here, 81% of the snaps, but didn't catch any balls on four targets. That's an odd game. I still like him. I think he's... Yeah, I still like him, but that is a... It's concerning. Yeah, you hate to see that right before you play him, especially since you know Gordon's going to play again. They're probably going to try to see what he has. But I I think Corey Coleman is probably safer than a a lot of these guys. I still like Jermaine Curse more than Corey Coleman. Yes, me too. Yeah, definitely. I would too. What about, I mean, still with Corey Davis? He's still not owning much. He's not doing a lot. Are we just giving up on it for this year and wait till next year? Yeah, I am. Yeah, just, I think it's time to call that one. Yeah, just like, eh, it's not happening right now. Maybe next year, which fifth pick in the draft. I feel like he should be better than this. So, yeah, And actually, a guy that you should look into is, and it's a little bit of a stretch, but at the same time, if you're really, really desperate, is Marquise Goodwin. Oh, yeah. He's I, that's actually what I like been, him. He's been solid for the last four games. Uh, um, you know, Garoppolo, he looks okay in there so far. And last game with him, eight catches for 99 yards. So I like him, and he's only owned in, what, 15% of league. So he is available. So Marquise Goodwin out of San Francisco is uh, it's kind of a value pick. I might put him up there maybe only behind Curse, really. Uh, I think so. Well, yeah, and then and Gordon probably. If Gordon's out there, it'd be Gordon. It would be yeah. one. Curse, probably Goodwin. Goodwin. And then probably for me, Westbrook. Is kind of the order I think I'd have them in right now. That sounds about right. I think it'd be, it'd be something similar to that. Yeah, you, know, you know, that's about where I'd be going. I don't really have any others. I don't think I'd want to play any of these other guys in a playoff matchup. I know you, <laughs> you might have to, but I think if you were desperate, I feel like you can probably get one of them, one of those type of players possibly. I mean, not every league, but if you can't get one of those, it's it's really a toss-up anyway. So, you know, there's no – I don't I don't have yeah. it. It just – it could change. I, we give you, yeah, those four options, you should be able yep. to get one of them. Hopefully. Anything tight in the tight ends here? Well, <laughs> I mean, it is a big question, right? So Gronk yes. is supposed to be suspended for a game. 
if you had him, you absolutely have to pick someone up. Who are you looking <laughs> for? Yeah. There's not a lot of good options. No. If you would, you would hope that somebody like Cameron Brait is available. He's above our 50% mark, but that could be low enough where he could be available. It's not that he's been doing great. He had the two touchdowns this past week that helped him. That's pretty great. But he, before that, though, he had four straight games of only one catch each game. Yeah. That's a bit worrisome. True. But, Going against Detroit, who's just been bad lately. Yes, so. but the last game, he, you know, two catches for two touchdowns, you know, anomaly style. But he did much better when Jameis Winston was in there in the beginning of the year. And now Jameis Winston is back, and that's when he caught the two touchdowns. I mean, there's not a lot of good op- there's not a lot of good options here. There's players, there's names you've heard of, but none of them have been doing well yeah. that well. Hooper, Clay, Croft. I mean, you're just it. You, one of those guys might have a good week. I can't tell you which one it is, honestly. Maybe Clay going against the Colts that could be decent. Croft going against the Bears don't have a great defense. I don't know. That could be one. Or do you go with Ricky Seals Jones? You say, know, I actually out of the ones that we just mentioned, I like Ricky Seals Jones better. Just take it if, if you're down here with these kind of players. Yeah, that's your better upside. Maybe and he went against the Rams, who have this season have been pretty solid on defense. And yeah, he only caught two balls, but for 44 yards, like he made the most out of the catches. They need they need weapons on the Arizona offense. I don't think they can shy away from him. So I think they're going to keep giving it to him. And Tennessee is kind of a mess. So, I do like Ricky Seals-Jones. I don't know whether he'll get in the end zone like he did this first two games, but I like his upside better than, you know, I'd feel better putting him in there than definitely Clay or, you know, someone like that. A name really out there. How about Steven Anderson from the Texans? He played after Fedorowicz went down with an injury, and he caught, he had 12 targets, first off. (laughs) Got caught five of them for 79 yards and a touchdown. So he moved, you know, the injury to Fedora, which obviously moved him up there. And then Ellington was knocked out of the game. Braxton Miller was knocked out of the game. So he was able to get quite a few targets. So if Fedora, which is out again, Steven Anderson is going to probably be the second option behind Hopkins going against San Francisco. This could be a player that, I mean, that's one really good game. Maybe it's just, maybe that's what he's, maybe that's it, but he's, I don't know. That could be interesting to me. I might honestly go with him over a lot of those other options. I might go with him over, you know, the the Crofts and the Clays and the Hoopers. I might go with Steven Anderson over there. I, you know, there's a, I think a better chance with going against uh, a weak opponent. I kind of like this one. Actually, I might go, I'm going to go with Steven Anderson. He's my pick. Go, go with Steven Anderson. Yeah, I don't hate that one. Especially if he was the number one tight end, you know, in Houston, you know, wasn't that to like there. So, yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> The thing I do love about the tight end situation is the same reason I hate it, right? The fact that it's so thin that if you want to take a chance on it, it's not a place, to, bad place to go. Because you, I don't think you'll really get, unless you're going against one of the top guys, you know, you might as well take that Hail Mary approach. Someone that is a little less known that just has a better, you know, schedule, better opportunity to catch a few balls. Because, you know, it, you can definitely go the safer route and get four points. But I would definitely go upside and go with someone that can possibly catch a touchdown that does see a lot of targets. And there's not a lot of them out there. So, Yep. All right, here we go. Defenses. Let's talk about defenses for the week. And if you're streaming defenses, what are you going to go after here? I'll start. Defenses differ on what's available. So we can go mm-hmm. above 50% just slightly. And there's actually, to me, there's a couple decent options. 
that nothing maybe that you look and are extremely excited about, but there's some decent options out here. I still like um, the Patriots. I, they've another good game. They've had a bunch of them in a row. They play Miami. They're about 60% on, so they might not be out there in your league. But if they are, I like the Patriots. And I think you're rolling with the Patriots in, in your, yeah, like in, your, your league, in the big league run. So you yeah. have enough confidence there. You, I mean, you look at the last five games. That, you can even go farther yeah. back than that. Seven games in a row, they've been plus yep. seven or more. You got to love it. And they're going against Miami. So, yeah, absolutely. Some others here. You could go with the Titans going against Arizona. Arizona has not been very good offensively. And the Titans have been, no, actually have had two good weeks in a row going against weaker opponents. So they're showing they can, when they have a, a worse opponent, they can get it done. And the nice thing about it, if you pick up the Titans, they go and play San Francisco the next week. So if you win, you get two weeks in a row of playing against a, a weaker opponent. So Titans are a decent one. Even the Bengals going against the Bears. Bengals, you know, have been, they've been kind of an up and down defense on the year. They've had some good weeks, some bad weeks, but the Bears aren't a terribly impressive offense. So the Bengals are another good one. Yeah, I actually like Bengals quite a bit in this one. I think between the fact that you have a, you know, a weak opponent that you're going to play, you know, Trubisky hasn't really shown he can do anything. People are loading up the box. It doesn't look like they have too many answers for that. And yeah, I mean, you know, you would hope that you're going to get double digits in the playoffs, right? Like you just hope that. But they haven't gone negative. They got negative once this year. But they keep bouncing around, and usually they get you, you know, five points at least. And then every once in a while, it seems like every other week they'll go above. So I really, I actually do like uh, the Bengals. I think that is a very, very good matchup. So that's who you'd pick over the Titans, Bengals or Titans. If you, if you had to make that choice in your league in a really big-time playoff game, would you pick the Bengals or the Titans? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I would, uh, no, I actually would go Bengals. Okay. I like Bengals better. I own both of them. <laughs> I picked them up last week with these good yeah, matchups too. coming up. So I, I, I have to make that choice, and I haven't made that choice yeah. yet. I don't know. I like, I like Cincinnati better in that one. But even like if you're not looking for – if you don't have to play the Titans this week, I'd still pick them up if you have a spot on the bench if you're looking for future because they got San Francisco week 15. So look ahead to that too. You know, and just I would, I'd look to that if you're, you know, looking for defenses. What about – would you go with the Packers playing against Cleveland? <laughs> I was going to say, there's two. I mean, might as well lump them together, right? Because I feel like the Bills and Packers are in the same situation yep. where they're playing Indianapolis or Cleveland. Both are horrendously bad offenses. So you figure that both of them are going to do fine. I'm trying to figure out which one I actually think I would prefer to have. Um, Packers are at Cleveland. Bills are at home. I'm trying to think of that would sway me. The thing that scares me about the Bills is they went to a very dark place for a while. <laughs> yeah. Three games in a row yeah. where they were negative. I know. In a, in a big way. Yeah, that's so that's a that's a worry. That would probably get me off of that, and that's why I probably go Green Bay versus Cleveland because I think Green Bay needs it more too. Yeah. They're going to have Hunley. They need this win, and then if they do, there's a good chance that they get Aaron Rodgers, where they could actually make a playoff push. So. I think they're going to be out for blood, even though they're going against a Cleveland team they should have no business losing to. I think they're going to lock it down. So I would go. I would go Green Bay in that situation. I think. You know, there's, so there's actually some good options out there. I feel like some decent ones. You have you have put a few waiver claims in at this point for these defenses. Yeah, and just if you're doing this, and even 
the Texans, they're owning a little bit more leagues. They're going against San Francisco, so it should be a good matchup. They haven't been they haven't been great either. They've had a lot of injuries, but San Francisco still Garoppolo looked decent, but it's still a rookie or not rookie quarterback. Basically, essentially a rookie quarterback. It feels like he's barely played, and it could be another option. So there's some options out there if you're looking. I, I would say so. And do you have? I mean, obviously, defenses and kickers. This is the only time I'm going to talk about kickers on here. <laughs> Do you have any kickers on here? And I don't even care about percentages necessarily. Like, probably top 10 are it, more, more than likely people are just picking out of, like, you know, top 10. But, um, you know, is there anyone here that, that you like that has, like, perhaps been under the radar? You know. Do you go matchups too hard on kickers? Or not you really. Stick with it? I kind of stick with it. But maybe, I mean, Crosby's been dropped in a lot of leagues going against Cleveland. This could be the week where he's able to do a little more. The offense can should at least get him in the field goal range, you would think. Maybe they can't get it done beyond that. But it could, I think against a team like Cleveland, they should be able to maybe get him in field goal range. Maybe. They might not. They might just, it might be a bad week for him. It, other, it's really, it's tough because these kickers are just kind of up and down. Maybe get Dan Bailey if he's out there nearly because he's been hurt all year. And so he's not all year, but he's missed he missed five weeks and he's back now. So chances are he hasn't been picked up yet. And Dan Bailey is always one of the top kickers when he's healthy and when he's out there. So maybe pick up Dan Bailey going against the Giants there for Dallas. That could be a good one if you need if your kicker hasn't been getting it done. Go with him. So I think that's about it. We didn't talk about streaming quarterbacks, actually. We just yeah, bring we it up real quick. In case. A lot of people have their quarterbacks at this point, but not everybody. There is some people that still have to you know, throw one in there. I mean, still McCown. I still I wouldn't like, worry. How is McCown still? <laughs> it's just because it's Josh McCown. I know, but he's been doing <laughs> so well. You know, Jameis could be a good one here. If yeah, this he, would be a he was dropped in a lot going against Detroit. Looked, he looked good enough. I think so too. And Detroit was better defense early, so their ranking's going to be a little skewed that way. They've been poor, I think, for the most part. They haven't they haven't been very good lately. So I, I think Jameis and McCown are both pretty decent options. You know, after that, it gets a little bit more rough for me. Not many others. Andy Dalton, he's always a possibility yeah, say, if you been, absolutely need somebody. He has been solid. Yeah, he's he's had a pretty decent stretch. And we say we're recording this. It's during the Monday Night Game right now, and he already has 11.3 going, and there's six minutes left in the second quarter. So he has 11.3 going early in this one. Who knows if he'll actually turn out to do anything. But the last three weeks, he has 23.2, 24.6, 18.6. So he's a good one. I think not a good one, but decent. He's a, he's a solid would one you rather, if you're really in Out of those three, Winston, McCown, Dalton, who would you go with? Dalton would probably be – he's probably he's safest. Safer, but I would say number three. I would say I'd probably go McCown because he's safe and yeah. been doing really well, then Jameis, and then Andy Dalton. I think I might go Jameis first. think so? Then, just, I, just, I don't know. He did have 22 going against Detroit. I mean, I get where you're at. But I might go James. I, I would go McCown. The only thing is still the McCown at Denver. Yes, it's Denver hasn't been as good, but still there's something about that that worries me. But Denver is down to being – they're down there. They're not even in the top half of the defenses. They're down there now, yeah. which is and just crazy. I, I do have to say McCown, you know, two back-to-back 30-plus uh, performances, but he did run two in against Casey. That is a very unusual one. Yep. So maybe you worry about that. And also, you know, once more, if – if you are streaming quarterbacks, if you don't have one of these guaranteed guys, um, I would pick up, once again, pick up Aaron Rodgers. 
if nothing else, you can block someone else. He's he's still owned in 54% of leagues. It's a possibility he could come back in a week. Not for this week, not for week one of the playoffs, but um, the week after. So, once again, if he's still there and you, you know, you think that someone might play him against you or you need him, go out and get him. It's just a, it's a safety precaution. All right. I think that's going to do it, though, for waivers. It actually went longer than I expected with this show with with really not many people to add. So go out and get players if you need to. And if you have to, play Mike Davis, <laughs> play Peyton Barber. Hopefully you don't have to. But, hey, people have won championships with worse players. So that is my my motivation to you. You can get it done if you have to play one of those guys, which I don't know. Maybe I should play Mike Davis over JJ this week. I don't know. That's a whole nother discussion if you want to have it. <laughs> we might have to talk about that in the mailbag. Maybe I'll send in a question. All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.